0: Your value, more on value even, stability. I've said it before, probably said it a million times. And this is another video in that little series on knowing your value, right? I've said it before. I'll say it again. Your customers don't buy your price. They buy your value. It's important that you articulate your value in your marketing and in your sales process so they know what it is. And so they can weigh it up, right? They can weigh it up against your price your price and it's van the value you bring against the price and the value of their other options, your competitors. Okay, That's what you need to do in sales and what you don't need to do is just price up a job and chuck your price in the ring and hope for the best. That's not the right way to do it. This little story, this is a true story is about the value you bring, particularly if you're competing against businesses who are undercutting your own price. right? It sounds fine to your customers, doesn't it? Oh yeah, the same stuff, only cheaper. But it's not the same. It's not. It might be cheaper. But generally speaking, particularly in your industry, if somebody's considerably cheaper than you, something's different along the way. They're going to do it faster. They're going to use cheaper materials. They're going to use cheaper components. Whatever it is, right? Same, same is not. And here is an example of how things can be different. Risk is a big factor. So I have a client, right? This is a true story. I have a client. He makes custom electrical cabinets, switchboards and things. He applies, he supplies them to electrical contractors. He makes high quality, quite expensive ones built well, built to last using standardized and high quality components. Good shit. And they're a bit more expensive. And a new electrical contractor came charging into town full of big talk and big bullshit. We're going to shake up this town. We're going to undercut everybody all these complacent electricians, we're going to make some noise, we're going to take market share. And My client thought they were full of shit frankly and he said, I'll give them five years. They lasted three. Okay. They went into liquidation last week. They made 20 local electricians, redundant. They owed at least one national uh, electrical wholesaler more than $400,000. They didn't owe anything to my client, they didn't buy his lovely expensive things. They bought cheap shitty ones from someone else and lumbered the poor customers with shit cabinets. Um, and here's what's useful to you as a story to demonstrate that charging a bit more means stability. They went under because they didn't charge enough, they had skinny margins, and they couldn't sustain their business. Okay? And to tell your customers that charging a bit more and having a sustainable business means we're not going to go under and leave you in the shit. And here's where it hits home for the customers. Nine fairly large commercial electrical projects were left hanging, not completed. Nine. So n- probably nine builders and developers or or commercial customers, businesses, were left with a project not completed. Alright, that's bad news for those customers, isn't it? Alright? Their projects are compromised. Undercutting on price and having skinny margins as a contractor, as any trade business means you compromise something, right? You either compromise quality they bought cheap and shitty cabinets rather than good quality ones, and in the end, the customer's going to pay for that, right? They're going to have cheap componentry that's going to need replacing. So you know, they cut corners on the job when they're trying to work to a price. They're under pressure, tradespeople trying to finish things quick, take a bit less care, cut corners, and what what happens is either the general shittiness surfaces over time, and and the end user, you know, thinks ill if whoever did the project. Or, or the builder suffers because the defects get caught. Okay. And the builder's reputation suffers. Or, of course, undercutting means lower margins for the electrical contractor, which means more risk of going under because you're more, it's more precarious, right? If you've got low margins, not much cash around, it's very easy for you to go under. That's why all businesses end up going under. Some, they've got skinny margins. Something happens. Bang, you're gone. So a builder might say, mightn't they? We can get someone else in. finish it. If that happens, I can manage that risk. And that's true, right? The builder's not going under because a project doesn't get completed. Of course another electrician will come in and finish the job. Probably not at the same price, and probably the other electrical contractors That he's, you know, in contact with the ones he didn't give the job to. I doubt they're going to go, Oh, let me drop everything (laughs) and come and get you out of that hole you got yourself in by being a cheapskate and giving the work to some other asshole, right? They're probably not doing that. So the project's going to suffer delay and may additional costs, maybe even, um, delay penalties, you know, contract penalties from their customer. So there's going to be a cost in money and stress and business. Interruption to the builder or the developer or whoever, right? There is a cost to that shit, and no matter how many builders say, No, no, I can manage that, that's bullshit. It's going to be shit if that happens to you. So, whatever the builder says, the cost is significant and the risk is significant too, right? It's quite likely that the cheapskates are going to go under at some point. They all seem to. As always, It's up to you to point this stuff out to your customers, your average customer, right? And remember, I might be using builders in this example, but whoever the customer is, it's still shit if your contractor goes under leaving your project incomplete, right? And the customer won't be saying, "Ooh, this guy's, this company's cheap. I hope they're stable. He'd be going, woohoo, well done me, winning, what a bargain I've got. Same service, right? It's up to you to point out that it's not necessarily the same service. It's up to you to point out how the technical solution is different or whether they'll be cutting corners or how they've managed to allow only those many hours. And it's up to you to point out that if they're cutting their margins and undercutting everybody, he's at risk or she's at risk of them going under and not being stable (laughs) and reliable for their project. You need to make this point. You need to make this point in your marketing consistently and you need to make this point in your sales process, you need to hammer it home, right? You need to make sure that your customers cannot ignore the risk that's involved of choosing the cheap undercutters, right? That's your responsibility to yourself as the salesperson for your business, but also to your customers if you like them. Get them to consider what the cost is if a problem occurs, if a supplier goes under or a contractor goes under. So, this is part of building your marketing machine, right? Knowing this stuff, knowing this value. This stability, knowing your competitors value or lack of it, knowing the risks of going with your competitors and why they might be rubbish. And it's part of your sales machine, like I just said, hammering it home, hammering it home so they can't ignore it and just pretend you're all the same. Right? Hammering it home so they have to make an informed choice about who to go with and they can't just buy the cheaper one and pretend it's the same. Right? And I'll help you. Right? Risk is important. Don't neglect it. Build an understanding of risk into your marketing and into your sales right? and also go ahead and book a 10-minute uh, call with me to talk about whether business coaching is the right thing for you, right? whether you want me to help you articulate the value you bring and write that stuff down and write it into your marketing and write it into your proposals and what you say when you meet people for sales. If you're not ready for that, come to the Tools Down workshop. I'll explain the framework for growing a trades business of which knowing your value is a small part over a two-day course. See you later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, please tell your friends. Like it, share it, we'll give it a gold star or something. Maybe even leave a nice review. It will help me out. Thanks a lot.